Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Insane in the Membrane. Hello and welcome to Insane in the Membrane's top 10 biggest episodes in no particular order. We're building up to our third anniversary and a celebrity special show coming your way. Keep an eye out for that. Honestly, it's a big one. I've mentioned it to a couple of mates and they're like, really? I'm like, oh yeah. They're well chuffed he's coming on and you're going to have a great listen to him and his partner. It's going to be a good one. Uh, We have some past belters that might have gotten buried with our almost 150 episodes. We're trying to bring some of the names from further down the list in up to the top so people might have missed them. Um, And and, and about just a celebration of the almost three years now so uh and just showing you the great names that we've had on also big thanks to our patrons as always because without you we wouldn't be able to do this you really do keep us going pages like Mia Rainey and Lee Brown again become mates so you know it's this is what happens with building a community it's a beautiful thing this episode uh this was recorded in April 2020 uh so it would have been just at the start of the first lockdown um, so we were all getting our heads around the new weirdness that was going on. We were all sort of working from home. We were trying to keep busy, you know, so we weren't losing our minds because we were all locked indoors. Um, and this was, our guest was, he was over in France in his, in his lab. And so, uh, because he was out, because it was rural France, um, the internet wasn't great. So the signal wasn't great, but we managed to, 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 to get something together. Uh, thanks to the brilliant producer, Paul. And thank you to producer, Paul, because honestly, you don't realise the magic that man works. Honestly, I mean, I get all the praise, but he does all the work. It's amazing. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, and it was a huge struggle, but we eventually made it happen. And I'm really glad that we did. Uh, because this, this this guest, who I've actually spent a little bit of time with, um, is yeah, he's, he's just a dude. I mean, he's got you know, he's got his like sort of TV sort of personality that people have, like, people know. They go, oh, that's that's him. But actually, when you get to know him, he's a really down to earth dude. He's brilliant. He's it's really wonderful to be in his company. So it was a real pleasure to have him on. So coming up now is Heston Blumenthal. Where we are here, though, you don't really see anybody. Oh, really? I go running in the morning, got my bike and come to work in the, the, the development lab house. We've got Demetrius here and we do, we have do our Zoom calls and do our various experiments and other stuff and got trees and mountains and plants and bees and birds and stuff. <laughs> so it's no different then. It sounds amazing. Exactly. It's no different. It's the, it's the same as before, although all the things that got me frustrated, if I put us put to one side the fact that the business is on its knees but i'm yeah i'm not the only person take that aside uh yeah. so many of my frustrations have been just removed for me yeah exactly the same i feel straight i've been yeah. feeling strangely zen about it all yeah me too me yeah too, me too. even though, like you say even though like like the same of us we lost all of our gigs and everything in the space of like a minute 20 minutes or something but but yeah you kind of go well yeah nothing i can do about it um Okay, I'll just I'll just see it then. <laughs> Sweet. <Yeah. laughs> yeah, it's a bit like I think a plaster ripping moment. I mean, how, how would you feel if I don't? I haven't got an answer to this. Imagine if and this is completely hypothetical, but the government today or tomorrow said, right, next week all back to normal. I'm sure everyone or most people, maybe not instantly, but over a period of time, will think, oh, I kind of like that bit of this. But they were—they couldn't see it because there's so many, you know. I, I just—I just think we've. I heard a podcast actually with Russell Brand the other day with a guy called Charles Eisenstein. Oh yeah, and he 
said something I thought was a brilliant way of summing up. We used to worship in cathedrals and churches and make those sort of pilgrimages. We now worship quantity. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're live longer, more money, more friends on social media, quantity, choice, consumption, consummation, quantity, quantity. I thought it was a, I thought it was a really um, simple, strong way of summing it up. That's, that's our church. Uh, human beings generally, their new church now is the church of con- quantity. Oh, absolutely. I, genu- I think a lot, of, a lot of people I've spoken to, they do, they've suddenly gone, oh shit, yeah, we, yeah, we have kind of lost our way and we got caught up in the, the mechanism of all this like capitalism and everything. And, and now we've, it's all been taken away. We're suddenly going, ah, oh, sh- no, do you know what? It's actually quite nice. I'm, I'm talking to people I've not spoken to in 10 years. It's been amazing. <laughs> you know, so. It's like rip, that, rip, that plaster, you rip a plaster off and you go, ah, <laughs> hang on a second <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's nice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been it's been amazing like it, we've, but yeah obviously it's been the the people have you know they've suffered more than we have and it you look at the numbers you're like jesus christ it's it, it's mind-boggling but and i think that as well kind of makes you reassess you go christ at least you know i've it's sad that people have lost their lives and and people are really gravely ill but you kind of small mercy you kind of go oh wow okay yeah this was a, this is a, a massive wake up call yeah it should be absolutely yeah absolutely it should be oh god yeah i tell you what it's funny i was just when we were setting this up thank you for your patience as well heston yeah i think i i think i i i, I wasn't completely irresponsible for that delay i'm sure a lot of this is my internet connection from here <laughs> <laughs> Have we have we started? Are we just chatting? Yeah, just chatting, mate. This is how we do it, and then uh, yeah, yeah. There's no there's no flashy intro. We just get on with it, and and whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Uh, it's all it's all good, clean fun. Um, what was funny as we were doing that, and I, I was getting a little bit, I was getting a little bit stressed out. I'm like, oh fuck this, ah shit, shit, shit. We need to get this sorted out. I was drinking a gin and tonic, and yeah. this put me in mind of that test that you and Jade did when I, last time I saw you about yeah. how your emotions change the taste of things. Because as I was getting more stressed, the gin and tonic I've got became more bitter. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh my God, that thing's happening right now. That's the beauty, I think, of awareness. And I think this, if it's like... A, We've at this time, it's even more an opportunity to look at what's really valuable in our lives. So, if you think, I think the most intimate relationship a human being has is with themselves and their breath, because you've got to breathe, obviously, first to live. Yes. Then it's with what you drink and then with what you eat and then sleep. So, I think food and sleep, you're looking at you know, roughly the same time that if you go without the both, either of those, you die. Once you've done those things, you can kind of get on with the, the other priority of things that you value in life. But you've got to breathe and drink and eat and sleep. But obviously, breathing is autonomic. So you've got to physically drink, you've got to physically eat, and you've got to physically breathe. You don't have to at some point. You just actually, that's a good point. You do pass out, but you've got to physically eat. <laughs> yeah. And And I think that what we've done, going back to that, Charles Eisenstein comment about we live in a, we worship quantity is that when we were hunter gatherers, we valued the, the need to breathe and to drink and to eat much more than we do now yes. because we've made our lives so much more comfortable generally in the Western world and the, in the modern world in terms of accessibility to food and stuff. So and we only look at all the things outside our bodies that are going to make our lives better so when i get you know when i get a pay rise or a new job title i get more money if i live longer and i get more friends on social media and have a new pair of shoes and all of this stuff my life's going to be better but if you have if your relationship with your internal universe is is not up to speed with your relationship with your external universe then you're always chasing your tail whenever you've got something you're ready to think about the next thing and it's never enough and i've realized even when you apply it to cooking and and actually when we did the show jade the um it was it was a fascinating thing i hadn't really thought about that much before when you have people that are cooking food on social media now chefs are going mad cooking on YouTube, cooking mad, cooking, cooking. This this isn't beautiful. Like you just said about the gin, nobody is talking about their relationship with food. No, 
No, it's all about, yeah, like you say, the quantity of it. It's that more, more, more. Yeah. yeah more, more, more object beautiful, isn't this? Look at your relationship with it. So when you eating mindfully, eating, you know, you can tell a story around the, the classic one of a raisin boy or a gin and tonic, you know, what does it feel like the weight of the glass? If there's any ice cubes in it, the chink of the ice cube, where did that gin, that came from, you know, herbs yeah. and, 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 um, another plant matter and it was fermented and somebody might have spent their life's work developing a technique for fermented for making that gin and then it was bottled and all of this kind of stuff and how does it feel in your mouth and your on your lips and the smell and all of that and what happens is we we if you if what we tend to do rather than our relay looking at our relationship with food we just put food in our mouths Yes. So we don't, we're not aware of the nuances of the food. And the, the really simple thing that I think is good to do to kids and anyone listening to do this is if you ask the difference between what's the difference between taste and flavor. Right. Yeah. Now taste is in the mouth. So you've got salt, sweet, sour, bitter, and umami that's in the mouth and the tongue. And flavor is a combination of taste and aroma. So the aroma is your nose. So if you've if you got, are you, if you got a, an apple or an olive or a... Hang on a minute. I'll grab it. Two seconds. Hold on. Look at Hold this. On. Live, live on the edge. <laughs> Shit. Well, I'm back. Sorry about that. I'm back. <laughs> Everyone's gone out. I've got... I've got... <laughs> Sorry, Heston. Oh, yeah, that's all right. It's worth the wait. <laughs> I've got an. I've got. Right, I've got an apple. Okay, so now, so cl- clench your nostrils nice and tight, so there's no you can't get any air through them. Okay. Have a nice bite of the apple, and when you're chomping it with your nostrils still clenched, can you taste its sweetness and maybe its sourness, and maybe a bit of bitterness, maybe even a bit of salt? Now, so think about that. Oh, yeah. Now, let go of your, as you're crunching, let go of your nostrils. Did you get the apple? Oh, flavor? yeah. It comes flooding through. Yeah, like a water. Yeah, amazing. And, and so the sense of smell and the sense of taste are no more closely or, or, or they're no closer or further apart than the sense of sight and the sense of smell, but they're all interconnected. And that's why, do you remember those old tunes adverts the, for the, for the, the yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Tunes makes well, you, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's got, when you're yeah. cold, you can't taste your food so much. Amazing. Amazing. Oh God. So there's lovely little experiments like this when you, when you're, when you're quarantined, stuck in at home that maybe next time when you eat, it's all very well to think about the cooking, the recipes, the ingredients, the techniques, and how beautiful it looks. But it's when it comes alive with your awareness, if you can th- you think, what's happening when I'm eating that? Where did that come from? You know, just yeah, yeah, ask yeah. yourself loads of questions. But it's funny, like you said, about the, having the right glass and the right, and, and the, the story of how the that that whatever you're drinking or eating came to be in front of you you're right yes. it, adds, it really adds to it and like people like if you drink a cup of tea people like they have their mug because they like that the feel ah, of it like say though yeah so it's a, it's a yeah i get it man i totally it's get a, it sa- it's the same thing it's a story about, behind it as well and if you know that there if you you then take you say your ownership so you could it's even i love the idea that somebody could have been eating eating Mars bars, for example, or, you know, drinking Coca-Cola yeah. for that for, for, for 15 years. And then, and then someone tells a story around it and then asks the, the questions of the person that's tasting it, that's eaten that thing for, drunk that thing for years. Have you ever thought how this feels if you close your nostrils and if you smell it through one nostril or the other, or they close your eyes and how does that feel? And, and then it's that question where, you individually can discover something new about your relationship with food and it's non-judgmental and we live in a society everyone not everyone but it's so judgmental eat this don't eat this do that don't eat that and like have you heard of a guy called um gabo mate no he's a doctor and he was he's one of the world's leading experts on addiction 
And he ran the largest palliative care clinic in Canada um, and started. He's one of the first people that uh, he ran the clinic where they would, if you get people on heroin and stuff, you could go, you could go and get a clean needle. And um, he looked after Keith Richards. I think he looked after Betty Ford and he's written several books. And one amazing one called When the Body Says No. And what he says, he goes through with that book, cancer, Alzheimer's, diabetes, Parkinson's, bronchitis, rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, ALS, and a load of others. And he said the cause of all of these is inflammation of the cells in our body, which is caused by unaware stress generated from childhood. Oh, wow. So if you smoke... If smoking gave you cancer, full stop, then everyone that smoked would get cancer. He said smoking gives you potential increase in cancerous cells, but they're just they're dormant. We've all got cancerous cells in our bodies. Yes. He said when you carry unaware stress, and that manifests itself in things like people-pleasing, not altruism, but people-pleasing, repressed anger, not rage, but repressed anger, not inability to be able to show your emotions and some other things. It means the body is blocked in emotional trauma from childhood and without the individual realizing it. So that inflames the cells and our, our immune system. Okay, And it's that inflammation that like if you're smoking, he said he, he gave an example of like 94% of all breast cancer cases are the same, the, 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 the women had underwear stress from childhood. And it was only through, you know, questioning and surveying and therapy and stuff when it started to come out. And that inflames our immune system. And this is, I think, very relative, relevant to what's happening now with, with, with these viruses. And there'll yeah. be more of them coming. If, we, if we're not aware of that, if you're aware of your stress, it's one thing, but if you're not aware of it, then you inflame your, you inflame your body. And there's, we, did you remember when we were filming, I showed you this rice experiment with this Japanese guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Dimitri here, we've, he's done it, we've done it several times now, three jars of rice, same rice, same water, and put them there, they're like kilner jars, and he's done it in Greek and he's done it in English. <laughs> Every day you give one jar love and gratitude and appreciation. Yeah. You give another jar, uh, stupid, useless, worthless, blah, blah, and you yep. give the other jar nothing, indifference, you ignore it. But you have to have the intent behind the words. Okay. And you can, you can see this online, gratification and love and intent goes slightly orangey and ferments. The one that's been... Um, say verbally abused goes black, and the one that's been ignored rots. What? Yes, and and what? so when Dimitri did it here. It's amazing. The, you could the difference is unbelievable. We smelt it. <gasps> oh my god! So it's the effective emotion, and what this Japanese professor was saying is that actually indifference to children, if ignoring, being ignored. Yes. And there's the same thing as ignoring yourself. We all need connection. Anyway, it's a fascinating. No, it's excellent. No, 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 not at all. It's, it's, it's things like this that people need to know because we are, we are affected by it. Like, like we said before, just before when we were setting up, um, we didn't realize how stressed we were before we all got uh, put in quarantine. Oh my God. I, you know, this is the, this is why Alzheimer's for me is, 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 is so, is such a, such a terrible um, disease to, to happen because I remember I have over, you know, a few years ago, we've had discussions about past and stuff. And I, I only now can I see how stressed I was and how lonely I was really, really lonely. Oh, but wow. if you asked me for say five years ago, are you, are you stressed and lonely? I said, don't be silly. I wouldn't yeah. have thought it. Yeah, wow. It's just with memory gives us this opportunity to reflect and ask questions about ourselves. And if you can do it without judgment, not always that easy for people, but if you can, you, know, you look back and think, bloody hell, how did I do that? Oh, God yeah. knows what the, my, the, the rice granules inside my body smell like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I can totally, totally relate to that. Oh, my God, mine would be, I think mine would be on fire. <laughs> 
I just yeah thinking back to a time when I was I was being a bit naughty and I was mucking around I was doing things I shouldn't have done and I was taking yeah. taking things and doing stuff oh my god yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 but you're yeah like you say you yeah you're not aware you're not aware you kind of you, you, you know you, there's a little voice in the back of your mind going mate what are you doing what are you doing but then you go ah no nah, bollocks to that and you just start and you carry on blocking yeah, it out with all you know yeah, and that Gabamate guy also said that it, with addiction, when people are, and, and addiction can obviously range from you know alcohol to drugs to shopping to porn, gambling. Yeah. You know, the, when it becomes a problem, what happens is the abuse. The body does it to keep itself alive, right? Although it's damaging itself in some cases massively, but you keep doing it because in the while you're doing it, it feels better. But in yes. fact, what you're doing is then deferring the long-term, the long-term negatives. But but it's a, it's a form of painkilling. But yeah, you can only definitely. see it. You, you're deferring the pain. Yeah. And uh, and so at the at the time at the time of doing whatever it is, right, you're brushing it under the under the table, and it's like this sort of yeah. you know memories of of some form of abuse in childhood. The, the brain has a very you know it's self-defensive sort of mechanism that can it can lock them away you, you block them you block them so deep that you you know your memory can play tricks on you or you can play tricks on your memory or vice versa yeah made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk shooting live streaming and podcast production i do have a greater appreciation now of uh, of certainly of food and things like where I was just eating shit before you were just going you were like oh, I just and then you I, I recently it was, a, it was a pasty of some description and I remember I used to live on those and then one, I had one recently and I went oh my god this just tastes like cardboard why am I why have I been eating this because I wasn't thinking I was like I'll just pile that in it doesn't matter and yes yeah, it's, it's fascinating absolutely fascinating yeah that's one of my big things going forward is to see if we can find ways to reignite or ignite people's relationship with food. So it's not me saying, you know, I want to change our relationship with food because that, that can be judgmental. But if I could give it even in an, any little way, the catalyst for others to discover something new in terms of awareness with their relationship with the food that they're eating or maybe the food that they're cooking. And they go, Oh, I never thought about that. Oh my God. I wonder if that's like that, then how many other things that, you know, and then start asking more questions about, you might look in a, you might have eaten an oranges for, for, for 20 years, but you know, never looked at an orange quite like this before. And it doesn't yeah, have right or wrong to it. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember the first time I had a tomato that would actually tasted of a tomato. And it tasted yeah. weird. You go, well, this isn't. This is odd because you know? <laughs> yeah, you've, exactly. you've had you've had ketchup for twenty years. <laughs> yeah, it's, I remember it's like a chicken. If you in here in France, have these expensive breast chickens, and this is going, going back to sort of twenty years, where most, well, maybe thirty years, where a lot of chickens in the UK were still fed on fish food, and then you go and eat a breast chicken, and you think, is this, is this off? Is this chicken off? Because it tastes really strong and gamey to me. Well, actually. That's what chicken tastes like. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, the food, because how is the general public supposed to know with the labelling laws? You know, I think that what's happened is, you know, companies are finding ever increasingly subtle ways to lie to people, right? To, to, yes. to make money from people. And if you think you've got all these labeling laws, which, you know, are done with the, with the, with the, with the design of the intent to help people and protect people. But then what happens is the stronger the laws become, the more subtle ways of, of, of sort of playing around them. So one of them is those Turkey or chicken slices in packets. Oh, are, yeah. They're like the size of about half of a, a, a chessboard or something. And you think, well, hang on a second. Chickens don't have breasts that big. No. <laughs> How come they're in a slice? Oh, I don't really think about that. And then on the packet, all you need is a, is a painting of a manor house, a watercolour painting of a manor house. And the person that's shopping will pick up the packet, and it's not even a conscious thing. They'll automatically think that those chickens or turkeys have been running around that field in front of that lovely Downtown Abbey Star Manor House. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All they'd have to see is a painting of the abattoir and the and the battery house. <laughs> they might come from. They might change their mind. 
I'm not saying they, they are wrong. It's just the fact that people, we just, there's such a lack of transparency in so much stuff. And when yes. it does come out, it's, there's always got a level of judgment to it. Yes. Yeah. It goes back to what you said. And I was, when I was reading up, uh, I was, before I did this, I was just reading up on yeah. you. And, and, uh, and it talks about when you, like, you first sort of got into food when you went to a restaurant and there was like a, uh, like a fountain in the background and there was this going on. And, that, and, the, and so, and that changed that changed how you how you that changed the, the taste of the food and how you saw food and it's the same like you've just said people see this picture of a manor house or something pretty and they go oh that, and subconsciously yeah. that must be all right yeah so it's yeah. yeah it goes back to what you were saying and the adverts you see on TV and stuff like that and in fact you know I remember that funny enough because I'm I'm now where where I live now and where our um, development kitchen is is yes. fifteen yeah. minutes away from that restaurant and. I remember at the time I grew up, uh, actually it's quite funny. I, I, I was born in sixties in Britain. And do you remember a few years ago, there was a G seven summit meeting at uh, Glen Eagles and Jack Shirak said, Britain has the worst food in Europe. Second only to Finland. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was an outrage. I remember that interview with one of the channel news companies <laughs> and, uh, and, Jack Shirak at the time, my old maitre d' looked after him in one of the G7 meetings in a restaurant in France. And there was, I think this is when John Major was prime minister. And he, they all, they had some tasting menu and he just drank beer through the whole menu. Oh, so wow. He wasn't overly interested in, in food. Nothing wrong with drinking no. beer, but he wasn't overly interested in food. So he made this comment and no offense to Finnish people, but you know, as a Brit and a chef, I, so I, I, Took an, uh, took offence to that. Yeah, of course. I checked this with um, with um, Sebastian Coe a couple of years later. Uh, um, that he said, yes, it's true. So what what I'm about to say was that the G7 that that Jack Sherrick comment was made only a couple of weeks before London and Paris battled it out for the Olympics. Ah. The two Finnish representatives, after he made that comment, withdrew their votes from Paris and gave them to London. And like, so we got our Olympics because of our cooking. <laughs> there were some other things going on at the time, but he said, yeah, there was basically the last straw that broke the camel's back. Amazing. But in, 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 when, I, so when I was a kid, he was probably right when I was in the seventies, I grew up in London. You could only buy, you know, you could buy pasta. Yes. The only pasta you could buy was that spaghetti in a blue packet. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? And olive yeah. oil, you couldn't, you had to go to the chemist. It was something you poured into your ears when they were blocked. You, you <laughs> <with> <laughs> exactly. We used to boil everything. I mean, we had boiled toast, you know, it was just like, everything was just boiled. <laughs> boiled toast. <laughs> Don't give me ideas. <laughs> oh no, he's going to go I, off now. <laughs> yeah. I was, now my head is filled with toast. Um, but, but because I, I grew up, we used to go to Cornwall. I remember Cornish pasty was a big, big, big thing for me when we'd go on for our holidays. And we'd yes. never went abroad and I'd never been to a Michelin star restaurant. I didn't even know what an oyster looked like. Same, yeah, alone absolutely eating same. Eating one. So then my old man had a, he had a leasing company and, 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 he, and he, he did, he did quite well one year. They went to France and we, they took myself and my, um, and my, uh, sister, with them. So we had the same first time experience at this restaurant down the road. And I'm sure that had I have been to a restaurant that was remotely gastronomic beforehand, you know, seen white tablecloths with, you know, big wine glasses and a sommelier with his leather apron and all these bits, let alone the rock lit up at night and the, the crunching gravel, the feet of the waiting stuff crunching on the gravel and the noise of the crickets and all of this stuff. Had I have had any gastronomic experience before, Maybe you wouldn't have had the same impact. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Yeah, yeah, you were just, you were just ready for it, it sounds like. Yeah. And I think that's something, if you talk about the senses, um... Before all of the senses, you've actually, you need contrast. Right. Because without shadow, there's no sunlight. Without cold, there can be no hot. You, oh, you need yeah, contrast. Yeah, yeah. And in our lives, we measure contrast. So the rate of change of something is much more noticeable. You don't notice the change of, you notice when it's gone nighttime. But if, if, the, if, if the light on your table flicked from on to off immediately you know the, you notice that contrast same thing when you eat if you bite into something that bursts you get much more yeah, uh, flavor yeah. like you did with the apple let go your nostrils poof. yeah <laughs> that was that was incredible <laughs> so i think that con- contrast was a was a yeah it was a big thing yeah absolutely i i'm it, you know what it, it studied it's all about uh senses and things like that i remember little this is very recently putting on an album that I've listened to a million times. It's an album I've yeah. loved forever, but I put it on with headphones and yeah. I actually sat and listened to it for the first time and it sounded completely different because I wasn't, it, I wasn't exactly. distracted. It was amazing. Yeah, I, mean, I totally get yeah. it, man. Oh, that's great. It's exactly that. It's without distraction. I'm not saying that you have to do that every time you listen to a piece of music or every time you need to eat or want to eat. But if you can do it sometimes, you it's like you open this whole new universe of discovery. Yeah. And we don't yeah. realise I think one of the one of the problems of modern society is we're distracted. Yes, absolutely. Especially now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, all the time. Uh, I tell you, what I wanted to ask you as well. Last time I spoke to you, so you were going off. Were you going off? Uh, we were talking about the, the study of water. You were going oh, off to yes. The, yeah, that was because yeah. I, I, I. It was. It's been on my mind since since I last saw you. You yeah. were going because I remember you saying you thought water wasn't from was an alien thing. Is that right? Well, water. Well, I misheard that. Water. No, <laughs> I don't want to make you sound mad. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't like David have to Icke to do that. Um, so the idea that, that that water has something like over seventy unique properties. It expands yeah. when you freeze. When everything else contracts, it defies gravity. If you think of sap rising from a tree, you know some little little leaf. You see the little plants that can grow through tarmac. That's just expansion of water through the through the roots. Incredible water. Nothing can live without water. Nothing can exist without water. I mean, even things that you think I don't have, like metals, still have. They're not completely void of water. And there's a lot of research coming out now that water. If you if you believe in um, quantum theory or let's say string theory, everything is connected by vibration vibrations frequencies and vibrations so everything has a frequency yeah just because you can't see it there are light the light has a we can only see a very fine bandwidth of light and we can only hear a very fine bandwidth of sounds so if you think of a dog whistle dogs can mm. hear it, but we can't but just because we can't hear it it doesn't mean to say it's not there so everything is vibrating on this universe that is what string theory says wow uh, and um the the trans the thing the main thing that transfers vibrations are water, seventy to ninety percent of our body is water. So, how can you put two of the lightest things that we know, hydrogen and oxygen, and you end up with this heavy liquid that can expand when you freeze it so much that it will just break buildings, it can crack through anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and so the so the a lot of the current work that's coming out is the water's ability to hold data 
and 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 a memory and emotion. Wow. So if you think about um, an emotion, it's energy in motion. When you're angry, or if you're in a, it's just like that. Right, this is that rice experiment. If you're in a room, if you're in a small room with somebody, and it, oh, it could even be at school, and you have a big moody person, or somebody that really sulks, or somebody that just happens to be seem to make everyone laugh. Yeah. One person can change the energy in a room. That's true. Yeah. It can, and it can be, it could be like a, a, a virus, both positive and negative. And they're vibrations. They have frequencies, but we can't see yeah. them. It's like when I, when I'm, I'm speaking to you now through, okay, headphones, my, my computer to yours, but there's no cable. There's no, there's no tube that connects you and I. We go, they go through frequency. They go through waves. Yeah. And, and, there was a, a, a doctor, his name was Luc de Montagna, who got the Nobel Prize in 1984 for discovering the HIV virus. And we went, oh. as, this is, sounds really train spotting, this does. We went to the <laughs> World Water Congress towards the end of last year. And he was talking there. And he did, they made a documentary on, on him. He did something incredible. He took the vial of an HIV virus, HIV blood from, from a freezer. Yeah. He diluted it to a specific level he then took the frequency of that water of that blood you can measure everything has its has its natural frequency right um, and he took the frequency and he sent that to another professor in a university in italy so that can that professor took a thing of a vial of blood that didn't have hiv in it and then applied that frequency to it and transferred the virus wow and, and this, this is this, this guy's about ninety something now. One of the most incredible experiments I've uh, that uh, that I've heard. So this this idea that vibration, and I suppose if you think about Buddhist monks or monasteries, yeah, they put uh, soups in in singing bowls and give them a boing. That's right. Uh, yeah. And they've started to do gong sound baths for people for that have in a depressed state. And this is being used more and more in hospitals now where they'll put people in a room and get one of those big gongs and for 20 minutes to half an hour, they'll just bash the gong, but they take a, a little sample of blood before and after and you can see the blood cells squashed in, when people are in a fairly heavily depressed state. Just after yeah. 20 minutes to half an hour of this sound bath, that vibration softens, allows the blood cells to become more rounded and flow. Holy shit. It's amazing. Oh my god! It's amazing. So it's a really, it's a really yeah. big complicated subject, but it's incredible. Well, I love that, I and mean, that's why it's been on my mind since I last spoke to you. I was like, I, I just, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's fascinating yeah. that that we are, we are, we are. Majority of us is water. Everything, like you said, majority of things is water. Ah oh, man, I, I, yeah. I, I don't even have the words to describe how I feel about <laughs> it. <laughs> There's a lot more. Than we, we've been, we've been with Dimitri and I have been making, um, you know, he's been doing like nut milk just to take, it, it's milk, but it's kind of water. You just infuse, it could be hazelnuts and then blitz the, blitz it. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk you buy and put in your coffee when, you, when it's oat milk or almond milk or whatever, but you do that, but do it, try it with water from the tap. Water that's been put in a, we've got a singing bowl, bashing the singing bowl. Right. For the vibrations. We've got these different crystals because they can restructure the water as well, crystals, and then make uh, the, the, the milk from it and make ice cream from it and then taste it. Oh, wow. You can taste the difference. And the one from the singing bowl is more nutty and rounded. And this is blind tasting it. Then I tasted it and put the singing bowl in my hand and bashed the singing bowl. So uh, my hand was vibrating and I was eating the ice cream <laughs> with this, uh, being applied the same vibration. Luckily, there wasn't any many people, well, there weren't any other people apart from Stephanie here. So uh, <laughs> I, couldn't have got, I couldn't have got locked up. Yeah, <laughs> Heston's off again. He's <laughs> <laughs> off again, yeah. <laughs> have you always been, have you always been fascinated like, since you can remember like how things work and what, you know, what, how did Do that come to be? Have you always been that way? No, I don't remember as a kid being like that. I remember it just found, I happened to find that experience in France at, at, at that age and that moment in my life that kind of was like an awakening or falling down a rabbit hole into this multi-sensory wonderland. Oh, bloody hell, it's like a whole new universe here. I never realized. And then started questioning everything. And then I read a book in 1984 by an American guy, a good friend of mine, Harold McGee, and it's called on food and cooking the science and law of the kitchen. And this book was on 
science of cooking, not food science. And there was a, there was a sentence in there when he said, brownie meat doesn't keep in the juices. I went, uh, what? Hang on. It's like against everything yeah. that I've ever read, or ever seen, or ever heard any chef saying. <laughs> and then he goes on to, it's really obvious. He said, well, if when you put a piece of steak in a really hot pan, it sizzles. What is sizzling? It's not fat. It's the water coming out of the steak. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. if browning meat kept in the juices, it would be impossible to have a well-done uh, brown steak. Because if you browned the meat, you couldn't cook it well done because you couldn't cook the juices out because they would all stay in the middle. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that, that, was, that was my wake-up call. I thought, my God, if that's not – if that's – that made sense to me. If that – that's challenged that thought. I then went back and questioned everything I could in classical French cooking. Right, and found yeah. Some of them to be true. Some of them I wasn't sure. Some of them actually was just old wives' tales. Do you find because you've got you you you've got have you ADHD or you were diagnosed with it as yeah. a child? Does no, that- not child. I I, I got diagnosed. I, I sort of I took myself off to be diagnosed because I wanted to have right. it about <laughs> five years ago. Oh, did you five, that recently? Yeah. Ah, right, right. Yeah. And they and they said, yeah. Yeah, I did a, I did a, <laughs> I did, <laughs> I did a multiple choice. There's an ADHD multiple choice form first, and I filled in the um, I filled in that, and I think the score. Did you get, did you get to Did you get to the end? <laughs> no, I I asked too many questions about it. So just gonna, <laughs> this is exactly it because. <laughs> And, and uh, it shouldn't take that long, she said. So I, uh, <laughs> I mean, just, just give it here. We've, yeah, it's fine. We, we know. <laughs> yeah. 20, I think 20, score of 20 is when you, you tip your borderline or you just tip over, there's a tipping point. And I was like 65 or something. Bloody uh, hell. Uh, and then I, I'd had, I've had lo- loads of tests on myself done. I think it was a, as a walking experiment. And I, I, I produce a load, shitload of serotonin. Okay. So I have a very, I have historically, I have a sweaty head or <laughs> let's say a heat sensitive head. Right. I, thought, okay. God, I have a really busy head. I don't, I don't know how busy other people's heads are, but I, I have, sometimes I know I have a really busy head. And for example, you know, I'll run upstairs to get something. I'll come down with an armful of stuff, armful of handfuls of stuff, including maybe a watch that I'd lost six months before, <laughs> but I can't remember what I went up there for in the first place. And then <laughs> I like, I'd be late and I'd hate, but I didn't, don't like being late. I'd be late, but it wasn't because I just sat there and did nothing to keep on, I'd in and out of the house four times, five times. Right, right, right. The longer I, the further away from my door I am in my house, the more objects I can pass and the more objects I can pass, the more opportunities there are for distraction or me thinking, God, I might need that. And then I just end this bag of completely utterly useless kind of disconnected objects that what happens if a spaceship came and hit my post box? What would I do? I better put that in the bag. <laughs> so, do you think your head your head gets really hot because it's like a computer? You got so much going on that all yeah. that energy is building up, and so it just your head's just because you're so busy. That's it, that's yeah. exactly why it, what sparked me off. I was thinking our brain is a is is twenty five percent of our blood and two percent of our body weight and sixty percent of our glucose. Okay, and when it's busy and it's functioning well, I can join dots up like unbelievably, but only needs a little, you know, like when you throw a twig into a bicycle wheel and then you yeah. turn the whole bicycle <laughs> like that. It just needs yeah. a little bit of disruption like that. And then it becomes chaotic. However, since <laughs> I've been here, I have to say, since we last saw you guys, I, I'm, I run in the morning and do my, go on my mountain bike in the evening, top and tail in the day and I meditate. I'm, and nice. that's also made a really big difference. Yeah, it's funny. Liam Gallagher said a, a similar thing. Liam Gallagher gets up at like five a.m. He said, and he yeah. goes for he goes for a five mile run, and he comes back. And if he doesn't do that, he said yeah. his day's ruined because his brain is just like you know he, he, when he goes for a run, he puts everything in order. He's like, oh yeah, that, that prick's gonna get it. Oh yeah, yeah. they're gonna get it. And then, <laughs> then he comes back, and he's all fine. And exactly, exactly the same. And I have to don't turn your computer on. Don't. I mean, I, I, I. I don't look at anything on my phone. I take it if I'm going to listen to something when I'm, when I'm running, but I try and meditate first, get up and meditate. 
just first thing. Okay, yeah. Do you remember Radio 1 used to do this really tenuous link? Comp- um, you'd have to find the connection between two objects. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It would be the bull of a word that sounded like something else, and then you'd eventually get there. That's the way my brain would work. So I'd see a cup on the table and think, oh, my God, I've forgotten to call my mum. <laughs> or, or, or there's a letter I need to send or, or, or I don't know. And, and then my head would just go off. It would be, it would be off and running. So if yeah, I do it yeah. before anything wakes up, just grab it, grab it early. Go and do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good idea. I know I get, I found myself physically literally spinning around in my kitchen the other day. Cause yeah. I'm like, right, I need to tidy that up. Okay. Well, put the kettle on. Oh, I need to do that. All of a sudden I was going in like 360, just going around and around. <laughs> yeah. And I just said, on, on, uh, the, uh, on the way <laughs> to putting the kettle on, you yeah. realize that I didn't turn the tap off. Exactly. And I'm like, just, but I said it out loud, just pick one, just fucking pick one. <laughs> so i get it i get it man i totally get it i get it yeah. but it but it sounds like you know because you've you've experienced i mean you've achieved so much in your life and you're and you've you've experienced you know extreme fame and and all sorts man i mean you mm. yeah you must look back sometimes and go fucking hell that's been quite the it's been quite a ride it, yeah it's been it has been a ride and again like i mentioned earlier so just looking back at it looking back at it uh, and when when yeah, and the moments of ext- when I look back at it, moments of extreme loneliness. People looking from the outside in, well, yeah. you can be lonely. You know, people say, you know, "What can you be wanting for?" Well, this is this is, in fact, um, I think whether people are become famous or not, whether whether people are, you know, super super rich or not. Many, pro- many people with the same, same problems. And absolutely, yeah. You know, it's it, the hard thing is, you know, if we have, we've got our, in, we've got us as a body, each one of us as a human being, we've got our internal universe, trillions of things inside our bodies, all inter- in, inside our body interacting. So we've got our internal universe and our feelings and thoughts and all that kind of stuff. And then we've got our external universe, which could be anything from friends to family to, to, to work to school to, play to whatever and our external universe we need to be able generally to get on to measure so we we need tiktok time to go to work or go to school turn up at nine o'clock or you know money in the bank account and those things we need that to be human doings but when we try to apply that same measurement to human beings so every human being suffers Right, and I think yeah. this is one of the problems of modern, a lot of part of modern societies. We, our lives, generally, generally speaking, our lives have become so, relatively speaking, much more comfortable, is that then we end up, or quite a lot of people end up making a competition of their suffering. So they don't understand how much, they want people to understand how much they're suffering. But the only person that knows how they suffer is that individual and knows how they feel. And that's why I've always had a, a problem with that comment. When somebody says, I want to make you the best the version of yourself. You think, well, how the hell can you, you don't yeah. know what's the best version <laughs> of yourself. The only person that knows that is themselves. Exactly. So, yeah. This, this all like two measuring systems and, the, and it's with memory that you can think we human beings start off from a place of suffering. They have to. And that's not being negative, but no. they have to because then we work for our reward. And that's how our whole hormonal endocrine pleasure pain system works. Yes. However, if we believe that we should be happy, we've got, all got the right to be happy, then what we start off from a place of, of, of expected happiness, then we're continually disappointed. Yes, absolutely. And that's, yeah. I mean, that's, a, you know, that's, that's a problem. Well, that's been said before. Someone said, uh, it was a comedian friend of mine, Dave Longley, and he just said, you know, it, you've got, you, you want, you're look for, looking for contentment, not happiness. Happiness is an extra thing that takes yeah, more he, chemicals. And you say so you want contentment, which is more manageable yes. and more, more accessible. And yeah, it makes totally sense. Yeah. And, and in food world, I'd say that you could take nourishment. Uh, it's like eating food. You want to feel fulfilled. And the, the Greeks, actually, the Stoics, where they had a word for this called eudaimonia, and I think they they believe that happiness, just chasing happiness, is something that is only going to leave you disappointed. But yes. you could still have had negative, suffering things happen to you or emotions, 
but you can still have moments of being fulfilled, even going through pain. And you can see it with people that have gone through, you know, anyone would think of extreme situations through concentration camp survivors to, you know, uh, I met a, a, a soldier that lost, had his legs lost his legs at the, in the Afghan war. And he was at right. Headley Court Hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to him, he was seemed really buoyant, not, not false, but really buoyant and happy. And I said, how come you seem so happy? And he said something to me that stuck with me. He said, it's, I realized, he said, I wasn't after, I fell off a cliff emotionally after, the, after it. He then some other experienced some other things. He said, then something made me realize it's only when you've had enough taken away can you begin to appreciate what you've got left? Wow. Wow. Flipping hell. People like you, they're, 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 yeah, the role that they play in terms of inspiring others. Yeah. It was funny. I, somebody the other day said to me, you wouldn't believe this, said to me the other day, they had about, we're in this sort of quarantine situation and, and he's in his, his flat in London. And it was a problem because there was an alarm system didn't work and he couldn't, he said, I laughing but the lift for his car right he couldn't get the lift for his car i said well did the other lifts work he said yeah i said well could you walk to the supermarket it was a bit far but you know his mind he was also probably suffering but it was it was a it was a funny <laughs> it was a funny thing. I, I, actually, I, well, I I did it once. I was doing um, some some. I was at work doing some photo thing shoot, and um, it was hot. The studio was hot, and with my heat sensitive head, I yeah. Said, yeah I, I, these words, I, I'm, I can't remember telling you this, but I'm just telling you it out of with toe curling embarrassment and memory. <laughs> The word, these words came out of my mouth. I said, yeah, I've got a really sensitive head. I, I, can't, I can't wear cashmere. <laughs> and oh, oh boy, over. you. I, I heard the words come out of my mouth. I thought, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> you I'm, poor soul. I, don't, I think the only time I've, I think somebody, I went to India to do some cooking thing and someone gave me a cashmere scarf to put on for this photo and then took it off again it's the only time i've actually think i've, I've had my skin's had any contact with cashmere anyway. where did it come from <laughs> i'm suffering really? so much i, can't I know it. you so oh, you poor soul <laughs> it's funny because when you were filming with jade yeah. um and that what was that like in the studio because that the heat in there is it's all over the place. Filming, but- filming with Jade was was a complete bolt out of the blue, like a like a thing of lightning, a bullet train that came hurtling in to my life unexpectedly. It was amazing. Yeah, and yeah. Guys, was, we were complete. That was I should, probably shouldn't say this before it's come out on Netflix, but that was like the highlight. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was, well, I, it, yeah. Was fan, it was fantastic. But this, the, 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 the studio, I don't know. I don't know how Jay did it because if I, I didn't have to wear a dress and two, no. some headgear, but it was, it was hot. And yeah. it did, actually I did get, I don't know if it was Jay that, 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 sorted them out for me or these this little neck fan oh that's it yeah it was jade yeah jade got you that yeah yeah well it was funny because they because they'd mentioned i was sort of because i was in the wings i'm just watching what's going on i'm like fucking hell it's eston blumenthal this is amazing and looking at all these things and then they went i heard someone say yeah we got to be careful because heston's got a sensitive head and I just and I, yeah, and I and then they were talking about the heat and the thing they go yeah we've got to keep it at this and that and then I'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> and it just made me laugh And they, but they weren't it wasn't being derogatory they were like no no we have to keep it because it'll be it's going to be uncomfortable for everyone and they were talking about Jade being all doled up with her wig and everything else and oh yeah and that's uh, yeah, 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 yeah 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 that heat the heat on that I only just I only just had to look at look at Jade with a wig on and get hot you know, <laughs> like by proxy. <laughs> yeah, isn't it funny? Well, that, that isn't that funny as well? 
but that's yeah. uh, that we, we've got we do a thing we do a uh, we're doing stuff online because we're all locked in and we do this thing called Ginfluencers and we put a DVD of a, of a, a crackling fireplace on the television behind us and you can feel the heat from it uh, yeah absolutely absolutely it's like if you have a lemon if you think about biting into a lemon or slice a lemon and you can just feel it's all the juices coming out yeah you can feel mouth watering <laughs> it just then I got that tang in the back of my jaw yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man so 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 are you so are you working on stuff now Heston yeah well we're yeah quite, there's <clears throat> there's quite a bit actually um there's some TV stuff but there's we've got a book that was that that we sort of started about three months ago but now we've gaining gaining pace yeah there's a lot the um, development stuff here that we're looking at. We found we we've we've gone involved with a robotics company, oh, but wow. that's a, a very early days because I wanted to try and do something using robots yeah. to demonstrate. I don't. I think Einstein once said, "Why do we have to learn stuff we can look up? If we invented computers to do maths for us." Use them. I'm not saying don't do maths at school, but yeah. maybe you could take half of that school week away and be creative. And the beauty of human beings' ability to imagine things that don't exist and then create from that imagination. And the current education system just squashes it. Yes. So if you can free up <clears throat> that time, and I think with if you could use robots to do the jobs that robots can do, which should free up... Um, time for human beings to do the wonderful things that human beings can do that the robots can't do um that was a plan and use it with, with, with schools so you know again i'm thinking about cooking and eating yeah um so there, there's there's that there's a lot of research projects we're looking at we've got involved with an amazing group of people in, Aust in australia which is this it's um called fable mushrooms fable okay. foods there's seven eight different mushrooms in there and it's i don't even i don't even want to say it's meat replacement because it's that that's insulting to it it sounds like you shouldn't be eating meat i'm not <laughs> saying that <laughs> yeah i'm just saying this this you eat this you wouldn't you wouldn't know the difference you wouldn't know the difference wow no, it's it's amazing so there's there's lots of there's lots of stuff like that obviously the restaurants are all closed but yeah. I think that, and like everybody, you know, the the, on the financial side of the business is 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 up is up the swanny. But everyone's in the same position, so I think it's it. And this is easier. What I'm about to say is much easier said than done. But the the opportunity to focus on the positive stuff, yes, to to, to what we're going to learn from this from this period, and I think it, it comes back to this whole thing about looking at our relate for, in, from in my world our relationship with food, the food that we hunt and gather and shop and buy and prepare and cook and eat and share. Absolutely. Well, people have been cooking more. You can see it. They're all, everybody's learning how to make sourdough. Jade made a uh, kombucha with the, with the SCOBY. And yeah, uh, yeah so we're all, we're, all of a sudden we've gone back to basics and we're all like, no, how, how do you oh, make brilliant. a cake? Yeah. So, and we have been doing, I mean, yeah. again, Dimitri and I have been doing here, we've been doing stuff with insects, insect biscuits, cricket biscuits, cricket bread, fermentation <laughs> with them. Uh, and also, you know, of course uh, you have. I, I'm not even surprised. It, it, but the, it, it, but singing, uh, singing bowl insect, um, uh, insect milk. Really? Yes. Yeah, so you, you well, you make an infusion, but you actually put the liquid in a singing bowl and bash it. We've also got a singing bowl. That's amazing. Oh, got we've got one. We're going to, yeah, we're going to do this. Try some things in, in and out of the singing bowl. That vibration makes a difference. Oh, we're going to do that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Jade's come back in the room. She's like, what, what, what? Like, in a minute. I'm doing, I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Heston, this has been incredible. Fantastic. I want to say thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much for your time. I've, I've was I've bubbling. Been, it's been so it's, good to hear your voice and, and to you, talk man. to you and at you. Um, yeah. Actually, maybe, maybe we should do a. Um, um, Jake can send me a text or something. Maybe we could do. We could do a. We could have a, a, a Zoom aperitif. Yes, in. that would be wonderful. Yes, please. Have a, let's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll get Jake to sort that out immediately. Brilliant. Perfect. Heston, thank you. Right, thank you yes, very much. So good. Thanks, man. Cheers. See ya. Insane in the membrane. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production. <laughs> 